Hello and welcome to day 190 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from first book of Maccabees, chapter 1, verse 1, through chapter 2, verse 14, the Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, and Acts chapter 15, verses 22 through 41. Let us begin with the first book of Maccabees, chapter 1, verse 1. After Alexander, the son of Philip the Macedonian, came out of the land of Kittim and conquered Macedonia and defeated Darius the king of the Persians and the Medes and reigned in his place, he was already king of Greece. He then fought numerous wars, conquered for tresses, and slaughtered the kings of the earth. He went to the ends of the earth and took the spoils of many nations. So the earth rested from war before him, and he was exalted. His heart was likewise encouraged. He formed a mighty army and ruled countries, nations, and princes, and they all paid taxes to him. Then later he fell sick, and he knew he was dying. So he brought in his trusted servants who had grown up with him from childhood and parceled out his kingdom to them. While he was living... While he was still living. After Alexander reigned for twelve years, death claimed him, then his servants began to rule, each in his appointed place. They all put on crowns after he died, and their sons for many years after them, and the evils they caused multiplied on the earth. A sinful root came forth from them, Antiochus Epiphanes, the son of Antiochus the king, who was a hostage in Rome, he began his reign in the 137th year of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days, lawless men men came forth from the sons of Israel, and they persuaded many, saying, Let us make a covenant with the Gentiles surrounding us forever since we were separated from them. Many evils have found us. This proposal found favor in their eyes, and some of the people eagerly desired to enter into this agreement. So they went to the king, and he gave them authority to observe the ordinances of the Gentiles. Then they built a gymnasium in Jerusalem according to the customs of the Gentiles, and made themselves as the uncircumcision. So they fell away from the holy covenant, yoked themselves to the Gentiles, and sold themselves to do evil. Thus the kingdom was prepared before Antiochus, and he determined he would reign over the land of Egypt, so as to rule over two kingdoms. Thus he entered Egypt with a strong multitude of chariots, elephants, cavalrymen, and a large army, he engaged Ptolemy, king of Egypt, in battle, and Ptolemy turned from him in shame and fled. Many were wounded and fell. So they captured mighty cities in Egypt, and Antiochus took spoils in the land of Egypt. After he conquered Egypt in the 143rd year, Antiochus turned and went up to Israel and Jerusalem with a large army. He entered the sanctuary in arrogance and took the golden altar, the lampstand, all the utensils, the table of presentation, the cups and bowls, the golden censers, the curtains, the crowns, and the golden ornaments on the face of the temple. He stripped everything and took the silver and the gold and everything costly and the hidden treasures he found. Taking all these things, he departed for his own land. He committed deeds of murder and spoke with great arrogance. There was great mourning everywhere in Israel. Rulers and elders groaned. Virgins and young men grew weak and the beauty of the women was altered. Every bridegroom took up a layman and sat mourning in his bride, bridal chamber. The land was shaken for its inhabitants, and all the house of Jacob was clothed with shame.
After two years, the king sent a revenue official to the cities of Judah, and he entered Jerusalem with a large army. Antiochus spoke peaceable words to them with deceit, and they believed him. Then he fell upon the city suddenly, struck struck it a great blow, and killed many people from Israel. He took spoils from the city, set it on fire, and tore down its houses and the city walls. They took captive the women and the children and took possession of the animals. Then they built the city of David with a great and strong wall and strong towers, and it became their citadel. They placed their... They placed there a sinful nation of lawless men, and they became strong within it. And they laid up weapons and provisions and gathered together the spoils they had taken from Jerusalem. Then they returned there and were like a great snare. It became an ambush against the sanctuary, an evil accuser against Israel continually. They shed innocent blood around the sanctuary and defiled the sanctuary. The inhabitants of Jerusalem fled because of them, and she became a dwelling place of strangers. She became a stranger to her offspring, and her children forsook her. Her sanctuary was laid waste like a desert, and her feasts were turned into mourning, her Sabbaths into a disgrace and her honor into contempt. Her dishonor prevailed against her glory, and her high position was turned into mourning. Then the king wrote to all his kingdom that they all were to be as one people, and that each one was to forsake his customs. So all the nations accepted the word of the king. Many from Israel also thought it good to serve him, so they sacrificed to idols and profaned the Sabbath. Then the king sent books to Jerusalem and the cities of Judah by the hand of messengers and told them to follow foreign customs in the land, to forbid whole burnt offerings and sacrifices and drink offerings in the sanctuary, to profane the Sabbaths and the feasts, and to defile the sanctuary and the holy ones. These books also told them to build altars, sacred precincts, and temples to idols, to sacrifice swine and common animals, to leave their sons uncircumcised so they would corrupt their souls by every unclean and profane thing, and forget the law and alter all the ordinances. They also added that whoever did not obey the word of the king would die. According to all these words he wrote to everyone in his kingdom, he also placed inspectors over all the people and commanded the cities of Judah to sacrifice in each and every city. Thus many of the people, everyone who forsook the law, joined together and did evil things in the land. They forced Israel to hide in every place of refuge they had. Then on the fifteenth day of Chislev, in the 145th year, they set up the abomination of desolation on the altar of the whole burnt offerings and built altars altars in the surrounding cities of Judah. They also burned incense at the doors of houses and in the streets, and when they found books of the law, they tore them to pieces and burned them in fire, in the fire. Whenever a book of the covenant was found in someone's possession, or if anyone sympathized with the law, the judgment of the king was to kill him. They acted with their might against Israel, against those who were found month after month in the cities. Then On the 25th day of the month, they sacrificed on the altar, which was on top of the altar of the whole burnt offerings. In keeping with the decree, they sentenced to death the women who had their children circumcised, and the families who had circumcised them, and hung the infants from their mother's necks. Yet many in Israel grew strong and determined in themselves not to eat unclean things. They chose rather to die than be defiled by foods, or profane the holy covenant. So they died, and great wrath came upon Israel.
First book of Maccabees, chapter 2. In those days, Mattathias, the son of John of the tribe of Simeon, a priest of the sons of Joarib, rose up from Jerusalem and settled in Modin. He had five sons, John called Gadai, Simon called Thassai, Judas called Maccabees, Eleazar called Avaran, and Jonathan called Aphus. He saw the blasphemies taking place in Judah and Jerusalem and said, Alas, why ha- Alas, why was I born to see this, the ruin of my people, the destruction of the holy city, and to live there when it was delivered into the hand of my enemy, the sanctuary into the hand of the for- of foreigners? Her temple has become like a man without honor. Her glorious vessels were carried away into captivity. Her infants have been slain in the streets, her young men with the sword of the enemy. What nation has not inherited her places and taken hold of her spoils? All her adornment has been removed. In place of freedom, she has become a slave. And behold, our sanctuary, our beauty, and our glory have been laid waste, and the Gentiles have desecrated it. Why should we live any longer? Thus Mattathias and his sons tore their clothes, put on sackcloth, and mourned exceedingly. Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 1. My son, if you receive the words of my commandment and hide them within yourself, your ear will be obedient to wisdom, and you will incline your heart to understanding. You will entrust, you will entrust it to your son as an admonition. For if he calls upon wisdom, and you utter your voice for understanding, if you seek perception with a strong voice, if you seek her as silver and search for her as treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Acts chapter 15, verse 22. Then it pleased the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judith, Judas, who was also named Barsabbas and Silas, leading men among the brethren. They wrote this letter They wrote this letter by them, the apostles, the elders, and the brethren, to the brethren who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, Cilicia, greetings. Since we have heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words, unsettling your souls, saying, You must be circumcised and keep the law. It seemed good to us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul. Men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we have therefore sent Judas and Silas, who will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, that you abstain from things offered to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. So when they were sent off, they came to Antioch, and when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. When they had read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. Now Judas and Silas themselves, being prophets also, exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they had stayed there for a time, they were sent back with greetings from the brethren to the apostles. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there. Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. 
Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Now Barnabas was determined to take with them John, called Mark. But Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Thank you for joining me on day 190 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 191.